and a very warm welcome to thorough newspaper analysis which is presented to you by law seco so today we'll discuss important articles from the newspaper of 14th may 2021 this newspaper analysis is presented to you by me my name is ankita parida i have completed my btech from iit bhubaneswar and mtech from itia bhubaneswar i have completed my llb recently in 2020 and today i work as a trainee associate with law seco you can reach out to me at my linkedin or twitter handle which is mentioned here so we have two important articles of the day the first is titled as the crime of enforced disappearance must end this article talks about the instances of forced disappearances happening in asian nations and how they can take a collective action against it the second article is titled as a sword over the scalpel This article talks about the legal risk of life and death medical decisions during pandemic. Thirdly, we have some item in the news in flash section. So the first article of the day talks about the crime of enforced disappearances. Enforced disappearances can be defined in several way that is it is characterized as depriva- deprivation of liberty with the form of arrest or detention or abduction without giving a reason by the government or the responsible uh, agents of the government and such act can occur with context to states continuous refusal to take relevant actions so why this is in news recently it has been seen that a coup has be begun in myanmar since february 1 2021 to overthrow the democratically elected government in myanmar and based on it it has been seen that there are numerous cases of enforced disappearances occurring in myanmar and there has been reports with un working group on enforced or involuntary disappearances wgeid and based on this it has it has been saying that it has been receiving reports of enforced disappearance from the family members of the victims the problem is that these enforced disappearance and the victims might be subjected to various kinds of torture and even murder this is not the sole situation with myanmar but also it has been seen with many nations uh, in asia itself one of them is china where in the xinjiang province or the xinjiang autonomous region the uyghur uh, community has been subjected to such kind of uh, enforced disappearances and tortured by the chinese government because of their retaliation which are named by uh, named as terrorism at sometimes under this pretext it has been seen that they are forcibly sent to what the chinese called as vocational education and training centers and they are cut out from their families and their community and the family members generally do not receive any communication further to that it is also seen that in the post conflict era of uh, sri lanka it went through three decades of domestic conflict and there were many instances of enforced disappearances also seen in sri lanka so what can be a remedy to this though we have such kind of con- convictions uh, like the un working group of enforced or involuntary disappearances however many asian nations have not ratified it and have not accepted uh, accepted it till now 
there have been declaration on protection of all person from enforced disappearances in 1992 and there has been international convention for protection of all persons from enforced uh, disappearances however uh, this has only uh, members th- this has only 63 member states in it and only uh, three or four countries from asian nations have ratified it ahead to our second article of the day it talks about shielding healthcare officials from litigation today we are going through a pandemic situation where there is a lot of deficiency in resources there are uh, we uh, we have seen that there, there is unprecedented pressure on our medical infrastructure system and it shows shows the lacunas on our healthcare system and also it has today shown the lack in legislative framework to tackle difficult constitu- uh, constitutional medical legal questions like how does a clinical determine which patient to treat without violation his legal ethical and moral duties what parameters to uh, consider to save different lives and who will decide whom to allot a ventilator for example if there is a person in um, in need of a ventilator he is a father of three and at the same time there is a aged old person in that situation what a medico or a clinical must um, take action so that it can do justice to it as we know we have this constitution and every person uh, has equal rights under article 14 and 21 to life and based on it if one discriminates uh, with the old person or with the father of the three then the uh, it will it will be a foul of the constitution also it has been seen that section 4 of epidemics disease act exempts suits taken in good faith so does this uh, section 4 of epidemics i also ex- expressly ratify the acts of the doctor which takes it, uh, take, take any medical situ- um, decision in such kind of pandemic situation that is unanswered today india today have a standard of care and this standard of care uh, has been derived from many judgments given by the supreme court basically it talks about what minimally competent physician in the same field will do in the same situation with the same resources however it does not elaborate what a medico or a clinical person should do in a pandemic situation so there is no legislation which defines applicable standards of care in different situations such as a pandemic and mere reliance on the archaic epidemic disease act is not effective counter to these constitutional principle so today we need to bring a policy which is similar to us crisis standard of care in which it has defined how a medical community should allocate scarce resources for the betterment of the um, society uh, overall so the step needed to be taken is basically to enact laws ordinances and regulation and answer these medical legal questions lastly we have some item in the news and flash section tamil's war memorial vandalized a new war memorial for tamil killed in the sri lanka civil war were found vandalized in the northern mulivattu sri lanka the mulivakkal a war remembrance committee voiced concern over the 
continuing attack on Tamil right to the memorialization. So a civil war which had um, occurred in uh, Sri Lanka, it is seen that 18 May 2009 is the memorial day for thousands of Tamil civilians who were, who were trapped and killed in Mulivakal war and it has also been seen that the very next day that is 19 May the, gov- 19 May, the government observes the Ranaviru that is war heroes day hailing the soldiers who fought terrorism by defeating the separatist LTT. So this was all for today. Thank you.